Hello, everyone, and welcome to another mini-sode edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. I am your host, John, joined as always by my beautiful co-host, Eric. Eric, how are you this week? Fabulous. Yeah. Caffeine-fueled. Um, dude, I really thought we weren't going to do another one of these fucking episodes. I know. So, for those of you... Uh, <laughs> three days later. <laughs> yeah, three days later. So, what happened was, is we were uh, preparing our next episode, which is Malum. And Eric had never seen Last Ship before, so we actually wound up doing a double feature. Um, and the reason we did that double feature is we were sitting down and we were looking up something right. for Malum, and he just goes, oh, no. And I was like, oh, don't tell me. It's <laughs> <laughs> was like, th- this movie got a 5.1 on IMDb. And I was just like, how? Because, like... This was after, for context, this was after I was sitting on the couch with goosebumps all over my body saying, that's probably top 15 all time for me in horror movies that I've seen. So, you know, shockingly, (laughs) half of the internet completely fucking disagrees with me. Yeah, and apparently, like, this is a film that actually got a small theatrical release, uh, which was really cool. I love when indie films Mm -hmm. get that opportunity. Still made 200 grand. Yeah, exactly. So, it actually probably made <laughs> it made more money than their budget. Right. And it, well, they made at least two hundred k and fifteen dollars mm-hmm. because <laughs> <laughs> I liked I loved this movie so much that I bought it uh-huh. so that when I talk to somebody about mm-hmm. the movie, I could be like, "Do you just want to watch it?" Mm-hmm. That's how much I liked this movie. Okay. Obviously, we, we'll get more into the plot and all that kind of stuff when we actually do our full-on episode okay, about Okay, good. That. I can put my notes away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to crack my knuckles and talk some shit this I was going to say, <laughs> but welcome to the Thunderdome, motherfuckers. Right. Because <laughs> we have another slam episode. <laughs> um, I'd like to start off by saying that but if you don't know this already... People should be blocked from being able to put fucking reviews up if you don't have credentials to review a fucking movie. I agree. I don't even think we should fucking have them. That's, that's why, why we stopped. <laughs> that's, why, <laughs> that's why we stopped giving meta scores and right. shit like that. Because what is meta? Mm-hmm. Whatever Scream says it is, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So There's six basic rules to surviving <laughs> IMDb <laughs> review thread. <laughs> yeah, this one is from Caitlin Bromley. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys want to um, slam her on IMDb, this is everybody say hi, Caitlin. <laughs> uh, tell this this one surmises to tell me that you drink ranch mm-hmm. without telling me you drink ranch. Right. This person. <laughs> <laughs> The, this one caught my eye because it was a one out of ten score, and the first thing that it says is stolen plot line. Okay, so a little bit of like for those of you who don't know, Malum is a reimagining of Last Shift. Yep. Uh, it's both written and directed by uh, is it Andrew or Andre De Blasi? Yep, De Blasi of the uh, Anthony Variety. Of the Anthony Variety. Yeah. So uh, Anthony De Blasi. Uh, this, uh, the original last shift was made in 2014. Malum came out this year. So obviously we have about a nine year jump. Mm-hmm. So there's about, it's a lot of income. It's a lot of income. That's mm-hmm. a lot of time. There's a lot of, uh, one thing that Malum did really well was giving you more plot in the same amount of allotted space. This right. is still a 90 minute movie right. and they actually shaved three minutes from the original. Right. 
Also, my IMDb just fucking stopped working, so you're going to be reading the reviews until this comes back up. <laughs> it knew. <laughs> my whole computer fucking just explodes. Caitlin's <laughs> actually a hacker. <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for those dickheads under the floorboards. <laughs> um, so, Caitlin writes, stolen plotline. You guys can probably already see where this is going. You can't steal what you already own. <laughs> Uh, the director and creators of this movie clearly lack originality as they basically the exact same plot line as Last Shift and added a couple tweaks here and there. Yeah. If they wanted to make a horror movie, why don't they come up with a plot line that hasn't already been done before? <laughs> it's just <laughs> unbelievable. They basically used someone else's idea. That's the first <laughs> period in this paragraph. <laughs> They've, Peter Jackson should have come up with another idea for the Fellowship of the Ring instead of extending <laughs> his own fucking movie. <laughs> Release the Jackson cut. I wipe my butt back to front. <laughs> They've got no originality to this movie and couldn't think of an idea that hasn't already been used. So they... <laughs> just, just like, just, the lack of the lack of critical self awareness. <laughs> Just oh my god. Uh, so the uh, uh, I'm sorry. This is so hard because it's so stupid. Like I just can't imagine being so yeah. dumb to be like this is weirdly similar to something else. First of all, it's the same idea as music, dude. There's already only twelve notes. <laughs> like, mm, exactly. Uh, what? What the what the fuck were you going to do? Right. Uh, so they thought, why don't we use someone else's movie and add a couple of new ideas? This is a direct quote, by the way. Into the mix. Direct quote. They've obviously not spent enough time brainstorming ideas for this movie. <laughs> Thanks for your contribution, uh, Caitlin. Uh, here's my thing is... There are people that shouldn't be allowed to leave the house, and then there are people that should be allowed to leave the house because they can't be trusted on the internet. Um, thank you, Casual Redditor, mm -hmm. for <laughs> yep. giving your completely unsubstantiated right. opinion, and we at Under the Floorboards hate you. And that's actually very on brand, because like, here's the <laughs> thing about like the average Redditor, is they're always kind of wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's again like I've talked about this previously, but it's the it's the inability to resist the urge to correct somebody or change mm -hmm. somebody's mind online without having any foundation of base knowledge required to do so. Yeah. And it's just it's incredible. It's incredible mm -hmm. how how stereotypical it is of these kinds of people. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of like I think we all have that friend on Facebook that just drops paragraphs. You know, that's just this is their blog yeah. kind of thing. And they want to like it like Ukraine gets invaded. Oh, let me tell you. And, you know, this is why Ukraine's getting five thousand words. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. You know what I mean? It's just Plus like, or geez, minus shut five. The fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You live in Lexington. <laughs> you can't even spell Zelensky. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I bet you spell Kiev with an I.E. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Vladimir Putin should do more brainstorming about how you can cover it. <laughs> uh, it's like going on there and being like, first of all, uh, I don't understand why Ukraine is so up in arms because Crimea is already owned by, <laughs> right, by right, Russia. 
that would be like if somebody Anna or if Alaska <laughs> seceded from the Union and the United States invaded it. Don't you think the United <laughs> States would be justified in taking their territory back? There's oil in them, their ice. <laughs> Anyhow. So that's an idiot. Uh, on, to the, on to the next one. Um, I don't have the direct quote up in front of me, but it was one that we were reading yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the on- they got they wound up giving it a two, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this last person gave this movie a one. And keep in mind, like, this fucks up with people's algorithms, too. Yep. And shit that will show up. Yep. Luckily, we watch and look up so much trash on IMDb mm-hmm. that, like, <laughs> it tells us everything They don't know else. what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What what does he want to watch? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this motherfucker's the only person to watch Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. <laughs> I was going to go see Barbie and Oppenheimer anyway, like, before the meme. You know what? Because that's just where I'm at. Also, like, notably, didn't Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter get a five? Probably. Like, probably what the fuck? Like, you can't just Vatican tape movies. No, like you can't. This. You can't. There has to be an objective, like baseline median for how you rate things. And you have to stick by that. It can't just be this was a good movie. Three and a half. You know, <laughs> parking was shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, it, anyways, get, getting into the next one. Uh. I don't remember the full context of it, but I do remember one quote from it was, and I didn't understand the unnecessary race swapping of the main character. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that feels like a really fancy way of telling us that you're racist. Yep. (laughs) Like, not like a clever way or like an and not that I think that like racists are intelligent by any means. Correct. (laughs) But... It, th- there was just like this really weird connotation to be 2023 and being like, I don't like how they made the main character black. Mm. It's that same person that downvotes like the Little Mermaid trailer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm gonna go out of my way and dislike this because I just can't deal with it. And, right? uh, yeah. The thing about it, too, is, again, we we're like talking about the concept of the director having autonomy over his intellectual property and having <laughs> a the right to do whatever the fuck he feels like doing. But be like no regard for like how people will perceive his work in terms of things like that. Like I wanted to cast this person for this role because I wanted to cast this person for this role. Well, you know, I think he was actually trying to uh, put a level of originality compared to the original because it (laughs) lacked so much originality from the original. (laughs) That's what you sound like. Right. (laughs) Dick bag. Right. (laughs) And all of it's so stupid. I'm not even going to like read this because again, it's like an essay. Um, but it's one out of 10 stars because the pacing was terrible. Right. Okay. So here's the thing about packing more content into less time. That's physically impossible. (laughs) If we're comparing this to the other movie. Right. You know, so I, I don't understand the concept of like (laughs) being unable to keep up with or having a hard time dealing with the pace of a movie that inherently is denser. You know? Yeah, I mean, that just kind of seems like the kind of person who, like, farts in the bathtub and giggles. Right, their you know name I mean? is Neptune165, so. <laughs> oh, Neptune. <laughs> Roman gods. <laughs> I would love to see his review of The Little Mermaid. <laughs> Me too. The first line, my daughter is not black. <laughs> <laughs> I did not spend hours braiding that girl's hair. It's it's it like the thing about it too is that 
these are direct quotes, right? We're not embellishing on this at all. Yeah, these no, are that's... real, actual human beings with real, actual opinions about this shit. Um, the, another user said, "This is why people don't like horror films. Not sure why the reimagining of Last Shift was needed. It is difficult to comprehend where these raving reviews came from and if they actually watched this movie." Eight question marks. Jessica, Unfathomable amount of question marks. Jessica Sula and Yahtzee the pig had decent performances in their roles. <laughs> That's a literal pig, by the way. Um, overall, I would rather be in a haunted, mold-infested prison than sit through this again, which is a weird thing to say anyway. Yeah, because, you know, it must be nice that you're not allergic to mold. Right. But Or ghosts. <laughs> or ghosts. Yeah. Or serial killers. <laughs> or prison. Great. Now I have to worry about right. ghosts and serial killers. Because personally, I can't think of anywhere I would rather not be. <laughs> there was that movie, The Gray, where it deals with my two like biggest fears. Planes crashing and fucking wolves. <laughs> and it's about a plane crashing into wolf territory <laughs> in the Canadian Northwest. <laughs> I would still rather be there than in a mold-infested prison. <laughs> and actually, a, a really good... Um... Example of what we're talking about that coincides with mm-hmm. the gray. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it was yeah. like it was a it was an episode of Community, and it turns out that like Abed had been uh, stealing Joel McHale's Netflix account, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Joel McHale just goes, it, "Are you the reason that my score for the gray keeps dropping?" <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, it was a bad movie." And he looks at him and he just goes. I love the gray. He was, and I love Liam Neeson. He was yeah. like, "That's fine. Tell him to pick better roles." Right, right. <laughs> Thank you, casual redditor. <laughs> it was an okay movie. <laughs> would you, was it a movie that you would take the time to go onto IMDb and tank its score Absolutely for? Absolutely fucking not. And so that's <laughs> the thing too is who has time for that, right? These people. Caitlin Bromley. We're putting production value into this. You know what I mean? I mean, I know that we basically do that, but it's for entertainment purposes. We're not right. like, you know. And what what we do is a little bit different because we're not even making fun of these movies at the end of the day, yeah. except for Jesus Christ Vampire right. Hunter. Um, <laughs> right. And Dead Snow. And Well, yeah. <laughs> but, but Dead Snow is self-aware enough to know that it's funny. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I think there's a level of disenchantment that we do, but it's not like disenchanting you from seeing the movie. Mm-hmm. It's disenchanting the fear. I would hate to know that my opinion dissuaded somebody from doing something that they were interested in doing. That yeah. makes me feel like a shit lord, yeah. like in concept. So I can't imagine living that way in your daily life and feeling valid as a result. Because on our show, we'll tell you if we'd recommend it or, mm-hmm. or not. And how many movies have we not recommended compared to movies that we have recommended? I think like four. Right. <laughs> how many episodes do we have? Like like 60? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. We'd never watch Anaconda again, but we wouldn't tell you not to watch it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you're into, you know, seven-foot animatronic snakes. Right. <laughs> if you're having a party at your friend's house and you guys are getting high, getting a little touchy-feely, and you want to put something on that, like, sets the tone, you know? That's a good... I, that's the, a, s- the smooth, sultry sounds of Ice Cube's voice. That's what I'm saying. That's a good move. Food? Right. <laughs> ba- <laughs> babies. <laughs> uh, 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 the, what, the, what the hell are they making? Oh, the babies. Oh, the babies. Someone's daughter right now. <laughs> If you start having sex at this point in Anaconda, Sarone will say babies by the time your boyfriend's finished. (laughs) 
those are, those are the the things that we actually need to do for right. research. Right. <laughs> All right That's so, pure science. So so the average man comes in about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you need. To- I'm going way off subject here, but did you did you ever see that Joe Rogan clip where he's talking about the reason that men come fast is because they were trying to reproduce in like the woods with like jaguars and shit, <laughs> so they had to come fast. <laughs> <laughs> They're biologically pro- programmed <laughs> out of necessity for survival. I'm just like I, I'm just like imagining this fucking cave dweller being like ooga bunga, and you just hear like rare. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Dude, I bet that's a hell of a finish. I'm though. done. <laughs> Pulls out, picks up spear. Right. It's just dripping out of the bottom of him. He pulls the spear out of him. <laughs> just... Oh, he, he just pulls it out of his butt. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Lime Rita's at 10:45. Got me feeling a certain type of way. Uh, I was say go. I'm coming down. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I hate remakes too. Okay. Yeah. Everybody knows this at this point. I and, would and that's hope, a pretty big I complaint hope, on this page so sure, far. Sure. Um, I don't hate remakes that are better than the original movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jeff Bridges and Haley Steinfeld's True Grit is better than John Wayne's True Grit. I know you're remaking a John Wayne movie, and there's always going to be those people that are like, you just can't fucking do that because that's an American let. And it just doesn't matter. It's a better movie. When we do our oh, review for Malin, John Wayne boy, <laughs> I will. I will shiver me pistols. I will shut the fuck up. Is that even me? <laughs> I I like coming down, John. John, when he's coming down, is a good time. Um, I will break it down in more depth when we actually do Malum. Totally. But the thing is, is like, holy shit, it's okay to remake movies if they're better. Okay. Yeah. Like you the can't... Atari's cover of Boys of Summer is better than Don Henley's version of Boys of Summer. Totally. So it's and, okay. And that's an example of two different artists doing it. So my other thing <laughs> is, again, when it's your own intellectual property and you have suddenly 10 times-ish the budget to make something over again... How many how many fucking painters do you know that have done the same idea a couple mm-hmm. of different times until they finally got it right? Right. You know what I mean? How many musicians do retakes, release a song, and then do fucking Taylor Swift just put out like four Taylor's version albums in the last two years? Right. You know what I mean? You're allowed to do that. Nobody gave a shit about that. Nobody <laughs> thought that was weird. But when a movie director takes a movie then suddenly has a budget for it, wants to remake it, everybody loses their fucking minds, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's not necessary. It's what he wanted to do with his art. You're going right. to be fine. <laughs> I I think a lot of this comes down because w- for me, they like a lot of these people will say, why remake it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, like, like you were just talking about, it's your intellectual property. And I pose this question to you as an artist. Mm-hmm. How many times have you listened to Tiger Lily and thought to yourself, I could have done this differently. I could have done that differently. I could have done an extended version. I could have done fucking whatever. Like, how often does that occur to you? Every single time I've ever listened to Tiger Lily. Yeah. Okay. Every single time. And even, like, the people that we speak to, like Mark Cantu and David mm-hmm. Liz and, like, the these amazing writers of the indie world will still tell you 
that especially like the welder for example like i felt like david was really critical on mm-hmm. himself and i was like dude you made an amazing movie sure. and he's just like yeah but i could have done this and mm-hmm. i cut this out i did this and i did that and when it's your baby it's totally different um so if you have for me it's the lesbian argument for me okay. where it's like okay i have this chocolate bar you know what's better than this chocolate bar right. Two chocolate bars. Right, right. <laughs> and that's what this equates to when you <laughs> when you put Last Shift and Malum next to each other. Yes, Last Shift is a great movie. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much that I bought Malum before we even watched Under it. Under <laughs> the premise of knowing ahead of time that it was a remake of this by the same person, right? Exactly. It, it I knew that this yeah. was going to be a good movie. Yeah. There, so, <laughs> keep going. I, I was just going to say, yeah. like, there, there was... I, it just feels like gatekeeping, right? Like it's just like, <laughs> but it's like the people that are gatekeeping are pretty much like Caitlin. It well, it, fun, <laughs> it to me it hits me like people that listen to the band's first EP before they had even like hit a like recording studio and they recorded yeah. this on a fucking Focusrite Scarlet in their bedroom and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, that's great. That's that's the music that they represent to me. Like they were better when they were like this. You should go back and listen to the demos because they're better. And it's just like, yeah, but you go to fucking Roadrunner Records or double or whatever the fuck, and they've got the whole spread there for you, and you've got a month to record five songs, right? You know, because the label that you're on has paid for this, and you've got the money to like add shit and buy better gear for yourself and that kind of thing. They're always better than the demos. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and the only other point that I was gonna like is it, it's just like. There isn't a director, there isn't a creator of anything on the planet that's making art for the purpose of other people enjoying it that doesn't care about the mm. user experience. Totally. Right? Unless you're making straight satire and you're it's just like shit posting in art form or whatever, your your goal is for people to enjoy this, right? Yeah. So it's 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 weird for you to put yourself above that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, as just somebody that watches movies, as most of these people have said on here, quote, casually, you know, it's it's just weird for you to and everybody's entitled to their opinion, certainly. But like, you're just wrong about that. Like it's Malum is just a better movie. It's more polished. It's more plot driven. Mm-hmm. It's it's got way more fucking jump scares that are more effective and things like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so there's it just has so much more going for it as a movie. Um, that it's weird to me that people prefer it again. It just reminds me of that teeny bopper. I knew them before they were famous kind of attitude. It just sucks. Like, well, and I feel like uh, one of the big things that we kind of face in like modern media and making movies and stuff compared to what it used to be like is now we have cell phones Mm -hmm. and a lot of these people to me, they sound really dumb when they write these reviews for obvious reasons. But part of me is also just thinking to myself, is it because they're just sitting there and playing fucking Candy Crush instead of watching the movie? Right. Like, cause, I, I know. Because it's like, okay, you didn't get the nuances. You didn't understand the story. Because mm-hmm. here here was my thing. Um, Last Shift was relatively open-ended. Mm-hmm. Not like egregiously, but mm-hmm. it just kind of ended, you yeah. know? And it wasn't a bad ending by any means. When it ended, I audibly went, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, I saw Malum first, but it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's over it, now. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, whereas Malum was, if you watched the movie, they didn't hide anything mm-hmm. from you. Like, there was 
I mean, obviously they didn't just like walk into the movie and was like, gracious of the plot is now before ye. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, what they did was they put subtleties in and then they had plot development throughout a movie, Uh, a plot, if you will. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it just like what I what I loved about this movie and it was something that de Blasi did well in like last shift. Mm hmm but had time to master for Malum yeah. were the background shots. Like, the, right. stu- the stuff that was in not in focus, but it was there. Like, mm-hmm. having Malum in the background. And, like, it was, like, even in, um, obviously, we're not going to get too much into the plot, but the interrogation scene, one of my favorite things about that scene was they're watching it. They're, the way they jumped around cameras was really actually mm-hmm. fucking cool, but for the most part, it is the main character watching these videos on a laptop Mm -hmm. of said interview. Uh, And behind Chaney Morrow, if you're really looking at it, you can already see the figure way before they put Mm -hmm. it in focus. And I love shit like that. Exactly. I love shit like that. And that's why people need to pay attention to a fucking movie that Mm -hmm. they're watching. Yeah. (laughs) Because they put so much into it, and it's like, that's where replay value comes from for a lot of movies as well. And it's just like, of course you didn't, like, understand the movie. You didn't pay attention to Mm -hmm. it. Right. They weren't even hiding Mm -hmm. anything. (laughs) No, that, this, everything about Malum especially, I mean, certainly Last Shift, but also Malum was pretty straightforward, I thought. It's a relatively linear plot line that doesn't have a whole, like, whole lot of, like, five years ago. Six months prior, three weeks <laughs> later, it, it doesn't have a whole lot of that going on. It right. moves the plot at the very beginning, but everything happens in sequence. This yeah. happened because of this. She has access to this because she found this, mm-hmm. and then this happened, right? And so it's just like I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's difficult. It, the amount of people that said it was a confusing plot line was shocking to me. <laughs> All of them gave it fewer than four stars too. So there's yeah. there's a good indicator of you know people's understanding of what the you know. I just feel like the kind of people that did you ever have the gun app on your phone? It came out when we were in high school, and you could kind of like. Was that the one where you could customize your shit or whatever? No, or was it was it like, like it would have it had an array of guns, and then there would be like if you tap it, depending on what the gun is, mm-hmm. it would mimic that sound. By the way. That was a horrible app to use in school. <laughs> right. <laughs> this would have been like 2008, though. So. Well, yeah. And also, like, this was, I guess, like, for my era, that was post-DC Sniper. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. We had already had sniper drills at this right. point in our life. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there, like, shooting off 50 cows like idiots on our fucking, uh, on our app. And then all you see, hit the dick! <laughs> There's people crying. Right. There's people, there's people hanging themselves for some reason. It's funny because it's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I get it. And, and it is, I, I don't know. I Again, I, I kind of, like I was explaining to you too, how much more time do we have? Am I going over yeah, here? No, we it's got like time. I, uh, I was explaining to you like the story about the chef uh, who was the restaurant owner too that he ended up having to ban vegans from his restaurant because what happened was like a six or eight top of people who were vegan uh, came in and uh, realized that there was a limited menu selection for vegans, right? Mm-hmm. Which happens. I mean, at, like I've got a shellfish allergy. You're 
you know relationship with somebody that has you know a couple right and so it's like that that is a real thing for a lot of people like i'm limited in my menu and that kind of thing what they did however was instead of just realizing that there's not a lot for them here and we should probably go somewhere else is they all decided to write one star reviews out of five for this restaurant and all of their friends joined in and did that same thing right so it dropped this guy's overall rating out of five stars from like a 4.2 or 3 or something like that Mm -hmm. down to a 2.3 okay so now his normal clientele the people that would come here anyway or people that would be interested in coming here are seeing 2.3s instead of 4.2s and they're thinking about okay is it a rat thing you know, is there fucking like? Is he just pouring blood on do, everything? Does that? Do the hand sinks only pump out cor- cold water or something? Like, how many issues have to happen for a restaurant to be a less than like two, like three, right? You know. Um, and so he had to ban vegans from his restaurant because what was happening was these review bombs were coming in like this, and it was destroying his business. Mm-hmm. So the same is true about film too. Where if you're scrolling through IMDb, like movies you might be interested in, oh, it's got a 5.1, probably not, right? Yeah, and it exactly. Just sucks. So just temper your shit. Like I get you, like objectively not liking a movie or subjectively not liking a movie or whatever. Sure, but maybe just keep it to yourself. Yeah, just you know what I mean. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> right? Because unfortunately, as we have learned with the our birds real mm-hmm. theory, correct? Is, yeah. Is People are sheep. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There are right. people out there that actually will tell you that birds are not real. That actually believe the earth is flat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> so, God is real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, shot in the dark on that one. And I'm out. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> but but no, uh, uh, one thing I do want to do before we get off here um, is I would like uh, to read a good review. Okay, good. Um, Good idea. It, this this person gave uh, Malum a ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, which I'm glad this person went out of their way mm-hmm. to counteract mm-hmm. people like Caitlin. <laughs> Crusade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining this person like showing up to Caitlin's house and just fucking shooting her in the face <laughs> <laughs> with an app. <laughs> <laughs> pew 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 pew. <laughs> that was the best part of that app too. Was there was a water gun too, so you would just hear like. <laughs> Water flowing in the background. Hey, John, it's your mom. (laughs) 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 All right, so this is from JK What's Up Weirdo Podcast. Oh, so I like it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So check them out because that (laughs) (laughs) shameless plug. Shameless plug. Subscribe to their Patreon. (laughs) Um, So. They gave this a 10 out of 10. Their title uh, bold line is gory fun, exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Agreed. The whole horror world is about to be talking about Malum. Agreed. It's cult. It's culty, gory, jump scary, and nightmare They really love their... Um, Ease. Yeah. <laughs> <E>. <laughs> and the practical effects are bonkers. Agreed. I like these guys. <laughs> it's my favorite movie of the year so far. Yup, I said it. <laughs> don't lose that confidence <laughs> <laughs> also a uh, hard shout out to natalie de Blasi in the scene stealing linea quigley-esque performance had me frozen hmm. i don't get that reference i'll be honest with yeah. you i think it's all of the um i think it's all of the suffixes that are coming mm. after all of this shit that's getting gotcha. a little a little weird right. super great acting from the lead very creepy cult members can't 
see them coming. Jump scares as a deranged horror freak. It just got more and more wild as it went on. Mm-hmm. This guy actually knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And that I, it did. And I couldn't stop smiling. Yep. For fans of Hellraiser, Evil Dead, The Void, go see it ASAP, playing in AMC theaters, but I hope it hits streaming soon so I can watch it again. Nice. That's a fucking review. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you're just going to put negativity into the world, yeah. like we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to come back to bite your ass. Uh, yeah. As, as many uh, great heroes have said before, sometimes bloodshed requires bloodshed. <laughs> <laughs> Sun Tzu, the art of war. My mouth is more powerful than the sword. <laughs> uh, it's still your mom, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting here, like, deep-throating a sword. <laughs> Please, I can hardly brush the back of my tongue without one of uh, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I'm on Team Lemon toothpaste because I just can't with that shit. <laughs> I can't do mint toothpaste, dude, in the back of my throat like that. <laughs> It reminds me of, well, you know. Your mom? <laughs> oh, there's always something there to remind me. <laughs> this episode's dedicated to, I'm not going to say your mom's name, actually. Yeah, please don't dox yeah. my mom. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can find her at... <laughs> 420 Sunshine Lane. That's it. Sesame Street. New York, New York. Um, so, guys, keep an eye out for our Malum episode. Um, and just another thing before we get off, we are still only five Patreon members away. Wow. Five Patreon members away from releasing episode zero. Mm-hmm. And, guys, y'all are not fucking ready for it. Y'all get your friends, find 15 bucks, divide it by five, <laughs> cash up that shit, get on board with this. <laughs> We are still less than a gallon of gas a month, which I don't think that's ever going to change now. No, it's over. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like uh, well, our pricing is always going to stay the same, but yeah. The days of 149 are far behind us. Yeah. <laughs> Biden be like, damn it, Putin. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we just really want to share it with you guys. And you're like, well, why don't you just release it? Because it matters a lot to us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably the most coveted thing that we have. Uh-huh. And we d- we're really like, we cut our expectations a lot lower mm-hmm. for the release right. um, to a pretty fair fucking number. Yeah. Um, and just to keep in mind, too, everybody who is helping share our content on social media, which is Instagram, uh, under the floorboards five. We're going to send you a copy of it as well. Period. Yeah. Anyone anyone who helps us get to our goal. But Uh the thing is, for the people that are free to play that are also helping Mm -hmm. with that, you do like we do still have to get there first. Right. We have to reach our goal Mm -hmm. and then we will be more than happy. Right. To to send you a copy. Because, look, I understand that even though it's less than a gallon of gas, that's still a subscription to something here in 2023 in the middle of the summer. So we're not going to leave y'all out. I feel you on that. I'd be canceling shit left and right. I got you. So subscribe for one month and then cancel. (laughs) So we can release the shit. Give me $3. Right. I'll give you $3. At this point, I want this shit out here. Um, But yeah, check out our episode Malum, which will be dropping next week. Um, And check out our pre-screener that we have coming later this week. Uh, We will talk about that 
on that many. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so Eric, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, no, just stop writing bad reviews for shit. Y'all are better than that. It's okay. I don't think Caitlin's better than that. No, I don't. I don't, I, I don't think she was paying no. attention to yeah. anything that she was. No, writing. I don't either. Uh, having the uh, lack of self awareness or the lack of awareness in general to be able to clock the fact that this was made by the same person <laughs> is uh, fucking hilarious to me. Because so. they say Anthony De Blasi's name right at the beginning mm-hmm. of both. Oh, she was she was playing Candy Crush. She, she was. was. Paying- I know. It's okay. That's okay. We can't justify it because that's unforgivable. Maybe she was Netflix and chilling. <laughs> Probably. Hundred <laughs> percent. This movie sucked. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why I didn't like the Notebook. It's. <laughs> it's. It's not because it was an objectively bad movie. Right. It's because I was too busy to actually watch it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like five minutes in, I was like, this is gay. I'm a bird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I am a bird. Tweet! <laughs> I'm a horny little bird boy. <laughs> Tweet! Yeah, we should stop. All right, you fucking <laughs> primitive screwheads. Thanks for joining us in another edition of Under the Floorboards, where it creaks, it cracks, and we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. Boom, stick!